Okay, 740 at News Talk 1400 DWS. He's wound for sound today, Attorney Steve Beckett. How are you, sir? Good morning, Dave. We're glad to have you with us today. You know, I always enjoy my time with you. That's, it's always challenging. It's good to know. It's always challenging. It is. This portion of the program, by the way, brought to you by Direct Travel. Come back new with Princess Cruises and Direct Travel. Plan your Princess Cruise today by calling 834-3739 or at directtravelc.com, Central Illinois Cruise Authority. Well, we were talking off the air a little bit about uh, what's going on in uh, in Washington with the uh, alleged impeachment inquiry and i said well hey nothing's official yet is it and it is it is official it's an impeachment inquiry the speaker of the house said so and you know the suggestion that it's anything else is you know just somebody's falderall um i I pointed out after i heard a guest excuse me after i heard a guest yesterday i decided well it's time for i want to do some objective research to see if what's being said by uh the trump supporters uh, are talking points. And so there's a uh, outfit called the Congressional Research Service, which is a nonpartisan service in the Library of Congress that serves as an agency to Congress, and it provides uh, you know law and analysis to, to uh, members. And, and uh, they have, all you got to do is go in, go to their website, type it the, put in the word impeachment, and you'll get a couple of papers where the members of Congress have all been told, um, about what the law is and what the process is, et cetera. And the process is there is no one way. You can do it. So uh, the people who are saying, well, this isn't official because nobody said it yet, you're saying, well, no, wait a minute, there's different ways of doing this. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. It can be done by any standing uh, committees, and that's what's happening yeah. right now. The House Intelligence Committee appears to be taking the lead. They're the ones that are doing the depositions. And then we have people saying that, oh, these depositions, they're unlawful. They're not transparent. They're just terrible. Well, that's exactly what they did in Clinton when they did the Clinton impeachment, except it was, you know, it was a different party. And so what's it, funny was when Bill, when Bill Clinton was up, the Republicans were all fired up about it. They're saying this, saying that. And basically what you're saying is it's the same thing, just flip it over. It is. It is. Yeah. And and the Democrats were the ones who were complaining about the lack of transparency in the Clinton investigation. And now the Republicans are complaining about the lack of transparency in the <laughs> Trump investigation. So, I mean, it's just whose ox is being gored. Let's face it. <laughs> and right now we see in the news that the Trump counteroffensive has begun. And this Trump counteroffensive includes Republican members of the House who storm into a, a closed session deposition, even though members of their own party are inside asking questions of the witness or are about to ask questions of the witness. You've got the Senate. This is unheard of. The Senate about to pass a resolution condemning the House for doing an impeachment inquiry and the way they're doing an impeachment inquiry. Well, quite frankly, it's none of the Senate's business. They have a role in the impeachment, and they ought to wait their turn. I think we all know what the Senate's going to do because it's obviously become political and partisan as opposed to making a decision based on the the evidence. But that's fine. You know, that's fine. We can recognize that. The Senate has a role, so they ought to keep their role. But they do. They're, you know, I'm a defense attorney. They remind me of a de- defense attorney. So, you know, the defense attorney, you know, his client is, is they got him cold. The yeah. evidence is just overwhelming. So what does he do? He attacks what the police did. 
right? Right. How did they question him? What was the search and seizure, you know, et cetera? Sure. I mean, if you don't have the facts on your side, mm-hmm. you got to go after something. And that's the and then the last one is the Department of Justice, which was announced today. You know, they're doing a criminal investigation into the beginnings of the Mueller probe. Well, isn't that interesting? I think the problem the president has is that he shot himself in the foot with this Ukraine mess because that had absolutely nothing to do with the Mueller probe. That is the true Donald Trump. The Ukraine mess is the true Donald Trump. And so he gets so caught saying, at it. You're saying this is what the president does on a regular basis in the Oval Office, making calls. He he sees the presidency as as something he owns. You know, he, mm-hmm. he, he that that's, you know, people call him names. They call him a narcissist. Well, that's what a narcissist does. <laughs> you know, he just he thinks the world is about him. You know, he, he doesn't seem to have empathy for others. We see that in, in various situations. Just look at a silly example, the, what happened in Great Britain where the poor guy was killed by the ambassador or by the uh, oh, official's that. wife in an yeah. accident when she, uh, she, she was going the wrong way on the street. And, and so they come to the White House to get the remorse and sympathy from the president. What's he tried to do? He blindsides them by trying to bring the woman who caused the accident in and, conf- you know, and confront them. You know, what's he thinking? Does he not have empathy? Can he not see how other people feel? No, it's, I don't it's think inc- he does. It's incredible. I, I don't think he does. And I think this is the fun part about this presidency. He just does what he wants and <laughs> people are left to clean up the mess. Here's where we are at this point. Now, I can't believe that it's taken them three years to pick up on one specific incident, and they're they're sticking to that at this point. Well, I just think he has a strategy um, of when he does something wrong, he admits that he did something wrong but claims that it was done perfectly, and therefore there's nothing wrong. And Or, so what? That's, that's sort of his, uh, his attitude. We've never had a, we've just never had a president like this ever well, in the no. history of our of our uh, country because we've never had a president that was a real estate guy. <laughs> I mean, really, that's the that, deal. Well, you're right. You're right. So you know, it's like uh, this house is the best house you've ever seen. You ought to pay twice as much as the listing price because I'm going to get a big commission. Right. That's basically <laughs> what he's doing. And all this stuff that comes up, all the stuff with the Ukraine and everything else, that was what was in the news at that time last summer. You know, that, okay, here's what we're doing. Biden's ahead at this point. You need to do this and this. Well, I agree with your analysis. That time has has passed, but that's what's going on. We're just a couple of old country guys. We are. You know, who call like we see it. You know, it's the time of year. Everybody's in the harvest zone, right? (laughs) We are, and we're just trying to figure out what's going on. With the Democrats right now, it looks to me like Hillary's just sitting back going, okay, they're out, they're out, they're out. I may be able to run and and not not have to spend much time doing it. Not a chance. But, I mean, that's what it looks like right now. Yeah. No, Hillary's Hillary's done. Her career is over. What about uh, Joe Biden at this point? Because we've got one poll that says he's out front. Another poll says Elizabeth Warren. Well, I, you know, I suppose for the Democrats, that's what's troubling. There appears to be no great front runner. No, that can there, there that can seem to be that can bring all of the Democrats together and also be attractive to independent voters. 
Because let's face it, I think the independent voters, the majority of independent voters now have an attitude of a not Trump. Mm-hmm. We're looking for somebody to support who's not Trump. And so this is one of those elections where you could have a third party candidate emerge that would split the vote and President Trump could be reelected. That, that, that's a realistic possibility. Like the mayor of New York or someone like that? Well, uh, Steyer is a guy who's yeah. very, very, very wealthy. Yeah. And so he could he could do it. I remember the guy from uh, Seattle who uh, was the Starbucks guy. Yeah. I thought initially he was going to be a third-party candidate, but I haven't heard much uh, about him. I, don't, I haven't yeah, heard so, a thing about him lately. Right, and I don't even remember his name. That's how good a job he did. <laughs> Well, uh, both of these polls show Bernie Sanders in third place. He could come out of nowhere and take this thing. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I, the, if I was uh, if I was betting, I would say right now uh, it probably would be Elizabeth Warren, and that would make it a, in my view, it would be a very close race. Do you think because she's so far out to the left? Well, I understand that, but but she could get the Democratic nomination. She seems to be surging. She seems to have a kind of momentum that nobody else has. Um, and so I think President Trump would love to have her as the opposing candidate. He would label mm-hmm. her as a socialist because, as you say, she's out to the, out to the left. Yeah. And the question is, you know, what would independents do? Um, I think one of the concerns that the Democrats have is what the, the minority uh, people of color, who would they support? Because right now they appear to be supporting Joe Biden. Uh, he he seems to be someone that they recognize and they associate President Obama, you know, with him. Uh, and they're not as supportive of Elizabeth Warren, but they are. But they are. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. The funeral for Elijah Cummings is today. Former President Barack Obama is going to speak at that. And, uh... Yeah, I saw some quotes from uh, I can't remember the the Republican House member who apparently had a really wonderful friendship with Elijah Cummings. And so it's really sad when it takes a death to have people be able to say from outspoken about yeah. somebody in the other party. That's too bad. All right. Well, Steve Beckett, I can't believe this 10 minutes is up, buddy. Hey, it was hot today, Dave. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> we got more coming up on DWS.